0: Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Joining us is Associate Hannah Garcia to review the week and talk about the week ahead. Welcome to the show, Hannah.
1: Good morning, everyone.
0: All right. So let's kick off and discuss yesterday's council meeting, the final council meeting of the year. Um, Just any items of note you want to touch on?
1: Yeah. So the Austin Energy uh, base rate change was finally approved. Finally. Uh Yes. So, um, after several meetings and a lot of community engagement, um, they finally approved it. And, um, you know, I think a lot of customers were very, very, uh, you know, apprehensive about this, but, you know, when I kind of, I did some more research about kind of why they were raising the, um, rate and, um, there's a lot of more information that I think was, you know, contextually, it made it make sense to me. And so, um, of note, it was like, you know, Austin Energy has not raised base rates for more than 10 years. Um, It also reduced base rates in 2016 by 42.5 million. So, you know, when they did that, obviously, you know, it kind of affected things. And the fact that we haven't um, raised base rates in more than 10 years, despite the fact that there's been inflation and we've had so much more population growth in the past 10 years, I think this does make sense. It's just, you know, it's something that should have happened maybe um a few years ago when they realized you know we took rates down we haven't raised them we need to kind of gradually close this revenue gap and i think there's also things they're not saying you know like um february 2021 when we had that horrible winter storm Fury, that yeah. did affect you know our infrastructure and how um we sourced energy and kind of how everything ran and it did affect prices energy you know is more expensive now and so i think um the, at the end of the day, it makes sense and it's going to keep Austin Energy running, which is something everybody needs. I do think they could have worked it out to where it affected, you know, higher energy users more than the residences because they're essentially just paying like a $10 charge. And I guess now it's $13 charge, mm-hmm. um, no matter what. And so um, I definitely think they could have spread it out a little bit more, but they uh, they have found money for, you know, more assistance for people who are struggling to pay. And For the cap um, program. Yeah, the cap program. So mm-hmm. um they're going to continue to raise the base rate up until 2025. So starting next year, it's going in 2023, it's going to be $13 a month added to that charge. In 2024, it'll be 14 and it'll stop in 2025 at $15 where they're likely going to have to revisit the base rate and either take it up again or just keep it as is.
0: Mm-hmm. And very good. And one of the things we'll be doing uh, on future shows um, to round out the year right on December is looking back at some of the old resolutions that passed recently that will be carryovers into 2023 um likely beyond. And just you know, for perspective, right, some of these, these resolutions are orders or orders. They're man, or mandates. Yes, they're orders from council go to city staff, but these in some way or form will turn, turn into ordinances at some point, or proposed ordinances rather. And I think more so with where we're at now, um, people, may, you know, there's the, the tendency to for kind of forget about some of these things in the year and some of these past or old council, but they still have the effect and the weight, and as far as city staff is concerned, and they will have to come back to a new, you know, to the new, uh, 2023 council. And so, uh, you know, there have been there was a slew of resolutions the last several weeks that went out, which typically always happens. Um, so, you know, the staff kind of will take those up as they do. Um, but we want to we'll be digging into some of those. The kind of ones we think are of interest to note that could come up in the new year um, this month and digging into those and be them as well. One other item I want to note from yesterday is uh, the announcement of zoning chief uh, Jerry Rusthoven uh, that he's retiring at the end of the month. Uh, this is really big. It's because he's the city's chief zoning officer. So he's the point person. If you ever want to watch the council when they get to those zoning, the the uh, zoning cases, he reads them off. There's other staff, but he's the main guy. And so person and, um, you know, major loss for the city of, of, of uh, just knowledge and really curious to see, I mean, someone will for that role. I don't know who yet, but we'll be watching, but that's just, de- it's definitely, I think for, the city city side and for you know folks who go for the city you know a person who's highly knowledgeable you know just um it's a big gap big shoes to fill basically i'm riffing but what do you think hannah
1: um yeah i do think those are big shoes to fill you know he's got a lot of experience just going through you know pretty rough zoning cases Mm -hmm. um and he knows everything
0: the state's been tracked
1: yeah yeah that just got approved as well Mm -hmm. um But, yeah, no, I think that he's got big shoes to fill. But, you know, I'm excited to see whoever does end up filling his shoes and how they're going to do and um, how we can be a resource to them because that is a huge, you know, task. So it's like, you know, um, all our support is behind whoever goes into that job just because that is so important.
0: Mm -hmm. Switching gears today. Today is the final day of early voting for the council, Austin Council runoffs. We have four races in uh, contention. The mayor's race. District 3, District, district 5, and District 9, we have a runoff guide in our, it'll be in the show notes, um, but very important to get out and vote if today or if not on Tuesday, being, uh, the actual election day. As of last night, uh, looking at Travis County, the Travis County clerk's numbers, uh, only eight point eight point seven three percent of the total registered voters in Travis County have voted, and that amount overall or sorry, that amounts to fifty four thousand seven hundred and fifty four voters out of six hundred twenty six thousand nine hundred and forty two. So, not real, relatively speaking, not a large voter pool. What do you consider? That's a total amount of voters, but that factors more for the mayor's race, which is you know, the whole city. For those district races, um, those numbers are probably a lot lower overall. This that as as that goes. So, if you want to make it, this it's very important, y'all. If you haven't voted. Um, and you're in one of those districts or, you know, you live in our city of Austin, vote for the mayor at, at the very least. And if you're in D3, D5, D9 to to vote, if you so choose. Um, but, you know, in, in these kind of races, where it's this low turnout, every vote does truly. I mean, every vote matters, but a vote can really change change the, the outcome here. A vote could.
1: Yeah. And I, I recently saw this like little infographic on Instagram where it said that your vote matters like 100 times more and these local elections and it doesn't federal. And so I know, I, I think that's something that I hear from a lot of people where they're like, Oh, my vote doesn't matter in Texas. Well, you know, this is a time where it really does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, and I know that's, that's why like me voting on the first day, I was like, okay, awesome. Whole team like, did. Yeah. The
0: whole team, we all, we, we, uh, we took an hour before or actually during at work hours to go and get that done real easy. Um, I'm always a fan of voting early because no one's there was at their polls really. So, and again, y'all, like you know, we know a lot of, t- a lot of attention gets paid to national elections, um, state, you know, state elections, statewide elections, so on. But just because we're in this daily, um, you know, what the council decides and what they I vote on, and discuss, by and large, has a greater impact on you, your day to day lives, on the whole, um, than a lot of things that get passed the state. Even though, I mean, it doesn't seem that way, but it does large yeah, and small yeah. things um think about how you build where you can build a home at what kind of home you can build what you can afford to live those are all things that a lot by by and large are impacted by council so again get out and vote today we'll have polling information as well as our our uh our polling location information as well as our voter guide in the show notes and then just related to this too uh the 2023 council will get will be inaugurated on Friday January 6th. With their first work session on Tuesday, January 24th, and their first regular meeting on the 26th. What this means, um, you know, for the for those four, those four members coming in, they have from the 13th, next Tuesday till Friday, maybe the end of the probably at least before the 24th, to pick their staff. So one of the things, again, while while obviously we're watching the candidates who wins, right after that, we are watching to see who, you know, their staff picks, you know, an effective staff can make or break a council member's policy priorities, um, as we've seen, you know, over the last several years in our experience, and it'll be really important. so we'll be watching to see who ends up where, um, unlike the Capitol, there's not a big, I would say, overall pool of folks who can readily move into an office, right? So either have exist- existing city staff or council staff and want to make a move, and then you know, or, but that leaves a spot open to someone else's office, or you have city staff move over as well. Um, so for, for those who are interested in doing city city council work, it's a good time to pursue pursue it with these four seats. Um, the, you know, the ping. Well, the ping on your leaning is who wins, but it's a good time if you're looking for for work because there's you know there's not there will be there going to be some several several openings. I think would be interesting. What do you think, Hannah?
1: Yeah, there's going to be several openings and they have a pretty fast turnover from yeah, when ever they um whoever wins on a Tuesday. Um so, you know, it's going to be pretty quick and they're going to need to get staff in there quick just to get them onboarded and, you know, up to speed. So, um yeah, I'm I'm excited to see who they pick, but it's also like they have to do this pretty quickly, so, you know, if you're interested mm-hmm. and you live in the city, definitely I would apply.
0: Mm-hmm. And whoever whoever gets picked, we look forward to working with them. You all. Yes. And then looking to the week ahead, uh, well, so council is wrapped release reg, council's regular sessions are wrapped for the year, uh, but several meetings of, of note for next week. The airport advisory commission is meeting for a special called meeting on Monday at three. One of the items they'll be talking about is a briefing related to Um, a city auditor's report about airport leases and community benefits. And so essentially this relates to, you think of the vendors of the airport, the city council had tasked the city manager's office, or the auditor's office rather, with assessing just the current state of those leases and if they were, you know, if any revisions need to be made. So that's everything from car rental vendors, the, um, the food vendors who operate the airport, all of them, the airports themselves, anyone who rents space at the airport, which they all do um their leases are being reviewed and uh then on tuesday the audit and finance committee will meet their agenda has been posted as of this recording but we'll have links and um in our in our bg reads on monday as well as on wednesday the public health committee is meeting is, is meeting uh with that just a reminder again to vote today or next tuesday on election day and hannah any other closing, closing thoughts on your end
1: oh no just vote and stay safe this new year